0: Oh, and welcome back to You Options. Uh, this week, I have Jim Shomo from the very good punk rock band Dark Thoughts. Um, he also has a new band, uh, a new hardcore band called Delco MFs. MFs, Dancer Motherfuckers. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, we get into... Um, his musical background growing up in in philadelphia uh, near philadelphia um yeah check out uh, dark thoughts uh punk official i believe that's that's their name yeah dark thoughts usa punk official sorry that's their handle on instagram check out jim underscore Shomo. um yeah we talk about the festival that Jim um, and Amy and uh, uh, Daniel, the members of Dark Thoughts, um, helped put together at the Photo Club in Philadelphia. Um, it happened this past weekend after after, after recording this. Uh, I'm sure it went great. Something to talk about. That's the name of the, the festival. Yeah, just go support them. Listen to them on Bandcamp go buy a shirt from their big cartel page yeah go to um, the you can buy some merch from there there's a you had option shirt there please go buy one but yeah thanks again uh, hope you enjoy Thanks for uh for joining me uh it's it's been sorry I
1: started to keep pushing back that's
0: <laughs> all good yeah we, we're trying to get the the optimal conditions you know yeah definitely um yeah but yeah thanks for, for joining me it's been a little bit since I put out an episode I'd uh been in the process of moving and god moving's just the fucking worst like adult chore oh
1: yeah we're we're moving uh in a week, no, in two weeks. Uh, we're actually moving to the house next door to us. Okay, which is gonna be pretty funny. Yeah. It's like our friends own the house next door to us. We just signed the lease today. Yeah. Um. So it's gonna be great, but it's it's like kind of funny because I'm like I'm in my office right now where we normally do all the dark thoughts mail order and stuff, and it's just like I'm like looking at empty boxes just like everywhere, just like oh this is gonna be horrible, you know. Like, <laughs> We haven't done anything, so we probably won't until like the week before. So, oh
0: uh, shit! Is yeah, that's that's kind of how I operate. <laughs> like, <laughs> like my girlfriend. Uh, there's a I posted a picture of what our U-Haul looked like, and you could definitely tell like what I packed and what my girlfriend had packed because hers was like in neat boxes and all like orderly, and mine was kind of just like a uh, uh, a trash heap of stuff I was just throwing <laughs> in the the U-Haul. Yeah oh shit yeah and next door that's like just enough like that's a lot of like rev up just to go next door you know having to yeah i
1: feel like i feel like we're gonna need to make like a fire line or something to like get a couple <laughs> people and then just like things through one door and into the other and then make it work but yeah it won't be so bad it'd be cool
0: <laughs> Our, uh, um, so you guys are yeah. in philadelphia
1: yeah um we live in west philadelphia um and we've been living the house we're in now we've been in a little over a year. Yeah. But we've kinda of been bouncing around and the place we're moving in into next is gonna kinda of be like our like forever home, probably or like a pretty permanent stable home. So nice. Um so excited about that. It's gonna be cool. Nice be nice. Um but yeah, I've lived in West for off and on for like the last what's what year is it? Twenty two. Uh, like 12 years, yeah. I guess. Um, I've like moved here and there, but, um, but mainly I've lived here since like 2009. So did you grow up in Philadelphia or no, I grew, I grew up in, um, in Delaware County, which is like the the next County over, um, probably about like 15 miles from where I live now. Yeah. My mom's apartment that she lives in now is like actually 10 miles from where I live like door to door. Okay. Um, so it's pretty close. So I, I grew up like coming to the city and going back and forth, um, for like Phillies games and stuff. And then, uh, eventually as I got older, going to punk shows and then I just kind of like when, when I like was able to move for like college stuff, I just stayed Yeah, Um, which was kind of the plan anyway, as I would have school or not, I would have just stayed. But so
0: is. <laughs> it's, it's- yeah. Is there another city, like whenever you guys are touring, is there another city that you've liked that you'd be like, I could live here?
1: Yeah, I don't know. We, we've we talked about it. Um, there was a, a couple of years ago, there was like a period where we almost, like we almost moved to Pittsburgh, and we were talking about like a couple different plans. Um, I like Austin a lot, um, yeah. but it's like all those places that I feel like I like. The version of it like 10 years ago you know where i'm like (laughs) where i'm like oh yeah i would love to live there like then but like right now it's like oh it's changed so much that kind of like we have a good thing going on here we're we're pretty comfortable and uh we like uh we like have a good handle on like what's going on and it's really busy here so like we're just we're always doing stuff um so we can't really see ourselves going anywhere else it's kind of yeah yeah
0: it sounds like y'all got a good thing going yeah.
1: yeah, where are you
0: based out of? Uh, now I'm in Birmingham, Alabama.
1: Um, oh, cool! Awesome.
0: Yeah. yeah have Have y'all ever come through here before?
1: Yeah, a couple times. Yeah. Um, we played the Firehouse once. Yeah. Um, and then uh, uh, we played. I feel. I guess it's only been once. A, oh no, we played. Uh, we played it three times. So it was the Firehouse, and then we played uh, that venue that's escaping me that is it. the comet the 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 like they it's like a bigger venue but they have like a coffee shop in the middle of it uh uh, saturn saturn that's what it is i always forget what the name is yeah there's a coffee shop here that's called satellite and i always think it's called the same thing and i'm like oh wait no it's not satellite that's the the coffee shop here (laughs) (laughs) Um, and then we actually the last time we were there was right before pandemic um and we played uh our friend Calla's house, um who has now since passed away actually. Wow. So it's really uh pretty sad. I believe I think there's there's a big uh like memorial show for Calla, like this weekend in Birmingham, I okay. think. Um with like a bunch of bands. Um uh she was in that band, um Bad Example. Okay. Do you know the like hardcore band? It um, sounds familiar. Yeah. Um, they were really, I mean, they were great, great person. So it's, just, it's sad, but yeah. we had a lot of friends there and it was always, everyone always treated us really nice every time we came to Birmingham. Cool.
0: Yeah. There's, yeah. there's a lot going on here musically for sure. Uh, especially for, for Alabama. Expe- like, yeah, definitely. you know, punk and, and hardcore shows. Uh, I went, uh, I went to a show last Monday and it was a hardcore show and I was like, there's no need for me to get like a pre-sale. This is just a local hardcore show, but it was like, it was at the firehouse and it was like sold out. Like they were turning people away. I was like, well, fuck. Oh
1: wow. Cool. <laughs> what what show is it? I,
0: I, I forgot the name. There was one touring band. Um, but my buddy Jesse has a new band called wielded steel. That's pretty cool. Um, Same. so I went to check them out and also, um, Sonny from hate five, six flew down and was, um, filming it. Okay. Yeah. So that's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. uh, yeah. But so you're, uh, is your daytime job a, a tattooer?
1: Oh no. Um, I started tattooing, um, about two years ago during the, during the pandemic um, I actually like needed uh, just something to do yeah. um, and I um, I had never really thought about it I had a lot of friends that do it and um was obviously interested in it but I just like hadn't really considered it and never really had the money before yeah. and then um, uh, I kind of hit like a few months into the pandemic I was like oh I really need like something that's gonna keep me occupied for like a long time yeah. and like something i can do and i kind of like was i was getting like steady unemployment and i had just gotten my stimulus and i was like i think that i could like get all the equipment and i could like start learning how to tattoo yeah and i like just bought uh like a crappy machine um off of ebay like a kit that was basically like it was like everything you need for like one tattoo uh (laughs) and it was like a total piece of garbage Um, and then slowly just kind of like, I started tattooing oranges and like drawing a bunch and I always drew, like I do all the dark thoughts artwork and I do like t-shirts for bands and like different stuff like that. And it was kind of like this thing that like, once I started looking into tattoo flash and stuff, it like just clicked in my brain where I was like, Oh, like this is something I really like, like, this is something I do. So I have been, I've been on a little hiatus from tattooing since, uh, like March yeah. Um, mainly because I, my other main job is I work at a, at a music venue called union transfer. Um, okay. that's like a indie venue. Um, like super trunk played there last weekend, like that type of, nice. that type of place. Um, I work in the box office there. And then Amy from dark thoughts and I, um, she runs this bar, uh, called photo club. Okay. That is like a, uh, basically kind of like a rocker bar that, uh, does shows and I handle all the events and shows. So, oh, um, yeah, so we all, it's all like, we basically, she took it over like a little over two years ago. Um, and like the, the sort of the, the, the actual owner of the building is like kind of complicated and a little crappy, but she, of course, yeah she, she pushed him out of the business and basically she runs everything and took it over and it's all of our friends working there. Um, so it's like all punk people that like tour and do different stuff. Um, that we like hired to do the door, like, uh, Daniel from dark thoughts, the drummer, uh, he's like the head bartender. Um, and, uh, I'm like booking, I'm booking like a big festival there this week called something to talk about. Yeah. Uh, it's actually on, uh, it's on Thursday. So, uh, so, uh, when it's a disaster after this is aired, everyone can, there can be evidence of it right beforehand. Right. right yeah. Um, well, this, yeah, this yeah. is,
0: this is going to come out next Monday. So it, yeah, it'll be great. Something, everyone something to talk about. It's already happened and went great. When it's,
1: when it's in the news, you know, my, my reputation is destroyed. Uh, <laughs> to uh, no, I think, I think it's gonna be fun. I, I kind of made like a wish list of, of bands like six months ago where I was like, I think I could do this. And then, yeah we just have the the ability to do whatever we want kind of at this, at this bar. So that's kind of been taking up most of our time. Okay. Um, that's actually where Amy was when she was trying to get the headphones for me. <laughs> she was held up there like yeah. doing stuff. Uh, so, um, but yeah, so that's, that's like what I mainly do um, tattooing. I'm going to like pick back up probably mid summer after we, after we move into yeah. a new house, Um going to like, reorganize the studio situation and like start doing it like on a daytime basis, like when I can. Okay. Um, but I really love it. I actually like really miss it. And I've been getting, I've been getting tattooed more and I've been like doing more research and stuff, but I haven't been able to like physically like set up appointments because yeah. I haven't had like days off, which is like <laughs> crazy. Um, but yeah. So is the, the whole
0: uh, something to talk about? Is it all at the photo club?
1: Yeah. Yeah yeah the whole thing it's uh the main shows are gonna be outside we have like a big outside area like in a backyard and then um there's two after shows that are gonna be indoors like upstairs um that can go till like two in the morning basically so it's pretty cool um yeah it's a it's a fun weird experiment we've been kind of like (laughs) this is the first one but it's cool you know i worked like a like a six band like beat down hardcore show yesterday and they were, they were happy and bands got fed and, you know, they were, they got some gas money and they went on their way, you know, yeah. it's like, it's weird to like be running a venue, but like um, we've been trying to do it kind of like a, like with the approach of like a big DIY venue, but with, uh, but with like uh, with like a proper bar and a proper sound system yeah, and stuff like for that. Sure. So, the, the deal's cheap for bands and we like try not to rip people off you know
0: yeah probably the, the a good combination of uh dealing with bands the diy way but also having like more pro like you're saying like audio and a bar and yeah exactly functional. yeah
1: yeah like if you're a touring band you'd, you'd be stoked to be there you know? yeah
0: so, yeah that's cool yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, uh yeah i'm sure i'm sure you know with as much touring as you've done probably throughout your life, you've you've seen the worst of like the worst and best of DIY spots.
1: <laughs> we played, uh, I have a really nice memory of that. Actually the last time we played in Birmingham of uh, that show the Cala did for us. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, she didn't have a mic stand with like, we're a <laughs> three piece. Uh, and uh, I think she taped the mic to a, to a, like a, the, the post of like a lamp like, <laughs> they took the, they took the the light bulb out and they like yeah. and they just taped the mic to it i was like something i hadn't seen before you know Hell <laughs> like, yeah man. Awesome. you it turned you guys
0: y'all turn into you know y'all turn into <laughs> yeah. a uh, industrial band that night man. yeah very seriously yeah <laughs> like, uh oh uh, man i've i've been on like i don't know if i don't know if you're into this or not stop me if you aren't I've been on, like, a Ramstein kick.
1: Oh, okay.
0: Yeah. Uh, I mean, I'm not
1: going to say that I'm, like, into it, you know? But no, yeah.
0: <laughs> it's just, like, I don't know. I'm sure it's, like, I don't know German. I'm sure the lyrics are, like, very cheesy if <laughs> to, to, like, yeah. German people. But uh, you guys have a very, like, I watched a bunch of live videos. You guys have very, like, cool, stripped down, uh, like, straightforward punk ramones core thing Mm -hmm. uh have y'all ever thought about adding big shooting fire stacks to to (laughs) y'all's live performance is what i'm getting at
1: uh no i don't think we have the uh i mean we're too broke to have (laughs) any money
0: (laughs) but if you had the money
1: yeah i uh i don't think we need it uh i don't know everything that we do is just ripping off like the Ramones constantly. So right. we're just like, any. I feel like any addition that we'd have would probably cut into like something that the Ramones did in like 1983 or something, mm-hmm. you know, which is, but most of their stuff was just like lighting rigs that like Arturo Vega did. So yeah. like they didn't really ever have, five, it was like lighting rigs and fog. And yeah. they, because they were all broke. So they didn't, <laughs> they didn't have right. any money. They were like cutting corners. Yeah. But yeah, I don't think we'd ever need, I feel like it would be cheesy. You know, I think. <laughs> You know, uh, I, I I'd go as far as to say it might be a little bit weird. <laughs> uh some shit. Things, you know, some of the places we're we're playing too. I think, yeah, be like a great white situation. Oh, yeah, you don't want that. Yeah, yeah, Mm-mm. can't have that.
0: Mm-mm. Yeah the 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 time dark thoughts burnt down the photo club. Yeah, Damn. There's
1: uh, a there's a band from here that's called Zorn. Have you ever heard of them? No. It's like a they're like a metal punk band, and they're very like um, it's like they're very, it's, it's like a shtick, but they're like very committed to it. And they like have dressing and costumes and the singer, this singer comes out in a coffin. Um, and yeah. uh, they like, they have like five or six of their friends dress in like robes and they'll like, they have like road flares. Um, <laughs> okay. It's great. Like they've, they've, there's some really cool shows. There was, there was one they did in an outdoor show where they like lit the coffin on fire and it was like this huge bonfire, like in the middle of like, like in this, like at this, like illegal skate park show. It's like very crazy. So Hell yeah. yeah. They've right. they played the, the bar a couple times. And I've had to be like, okay, what are we, what, what are you guys bringing now? Like what, yeah. What do we, what do we have to clean up? You know, <laughs> it's like pretty funny. So, yeah.
0: Yeah. It's uh yeah. It's like a, uh, I'm a big fan of, of pro wrestling. So I, I oh, think, yeah think it all like it all ties back to pro wrestling of being like i don't know how ridiculous can we be in a cool way yeah Yeah.
1: i mean i love some wrestling theatrics like that that shit rules you know but i don't know i uh yeah i uh yeah i'm trying to think i feel like like my i feel like my favorite like wrestling type stuff has always been more just like character based like i was like a when i was a kid i was like a huge mankind fan oh yeah uh and, like that whole, like the transition of like his three characters and stuff and like how committed he was just so cool. I think yeah. that's really awesome. Yeah. yeah. Or like, I don't know, like under the giants, just like a big guy, you know, it's like, <laughs> or, uh, or like the Sheik, like Iron Sheik is like, just like his character is like being like the most perfect heel, you know? It's yeah. just like, it's really like, he didn't need a lot of theatrics so much as like his persona was like larger than life, which I think is like really cool. Yeah.
0: Yeah, it's a uh I don't, have you read um On the Road
1: with the Ramones? That like uh, Yeah, the Mel- the Monty, the Monty, Melnick, Monty Melnick,
0: book. Melnick book.
1: Yeah. Dude, insane. I could like write a fucking testimonial for that book. It's so good. It's so good. It's like honestly, I think it's my favorite book about the Ramones that I've like that I have read thus far. Uh uh I feel like it's like the most like honest one and it's really like it gets everyone's perspective in it. So it yeah. really like sheds light on situations that are like, just like different things where, because there's there's so much of like that Ramon's history that's just like made up or it's just like <laughs> someone said something. It was like the thing that he talks about. He talks about like in Dede's biography, there's a bunch of stuff that he just like fabricate that's just like actually untrue. Right. That multiple people are like, yeah, that never happened. Like he just wrote it because it would be it would look cooler sensational. Yeah. Yeah, it's like sensational, which I think is which is really cool. Um, there's like a, um, do you know that Punk Planet interviews book? Have you ever seen that before? Mm-hmm. It's like um, it was like a a zine that did like a collected interviews, um, like big uh, paperback book. And yeah. there's a there's an interview in there with Black Flag that's similar to that, where it's like every single person's um, perspective like they ask them the same question and they ask every member the same question. They all have different answers. Yeah. Like every person like refutes that the history is different depending upon which person you talk to. Yeah. Uh, And I always thought that was really good. That's kind of what the Monty Melnick book, like a whole book of that reminded me where it was like Johnny's perspective is going to be way different than Dee Dee's or, or Joey's or like the Woody's perspective or something, which was like really sick. I think And there's a lot of really good, just like cool pictures of like all the like, Stage plots and like uh, like passes and like things that he would make for them and stuff. I was like,
0: Yeah, and they've got the you know, the list of all their shows. I thought that was pretty cool.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's pretty awesome. Yeah,
0: yeah. It just I don't know, talking about pro wrestling, like each Ramon reminds me of like a pro wrestler, (laughs) like, like, like in there, like in fighting reminds me of like,
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, we're uh, totally like every different personality right yeah. and it's like johnny's johnny's the heel like joey's obviously the joey's obviously like the the like um he's the 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 hero yeah you know, but like but like also has his own faults and then like dee dee's just like a really great flavor character and then what you have like a, a rotating a rotating cast of like ridiculous drummers like that are all characters in their own right which yeah. is pretty awesome yeah, yeah.
0: Have you have you watched the uh, like the Stern Show uh, videos of like uh, oh the arguments yeah yeah
1: yeah they're both I mean they're both in a pretty bad way oh yeah on those things. Yeah. I've definitely watched it, like I know that they were both like heavy like alcoholics and I know Joey like from reading a lot of that stuff too I mean depending upon what year that was that's like a crazy things I I like don't think about with like I like started to think about with later Ramon stuff is like how there's a thing in that money Melnick book about, um, uh, about, uh, Joey's solo record and a bunch of the, like the subject matter. Yeah. And, um, like, uh, most, a lot of that records about him having cancer, not being able to talk to anybody about it. And I, it was kind of, it kind of blew my mind cause I didn't think about it where it was just like, Oh my God, like he knows he's going to die. Yeah. And he knew for like years that he was just slowly dying and couldn't really talk to anyone about it or to do anything about it. And so he just like kind of went nuts and became an alcoholic. Yeah. Or like his alcoholism was an alcoholic and got worse, you know. Yeah. Uh, and I feel like a lot of that the Stern show stuff is like when they're post post being a band. Yeah. And he already knows he has health problems. And they already like there was like a big I think there was supposed to be like a um like a south american tour or something they were supposed to do and they uh they dropped off like joey dropped off because he couldn't physically do it because he was so sick yeah but he couldn't tell them that so then there was a big fight about it so then they they, they all resented him for not doing it because they would have made a lot of money but like in the end it's like he probably would have you know he wouldn't have physically been able to do it And yeah. it's like a whole thing so yeah yeah yeah, he yeah i always thought- yeah. Oh I just I just always thought that like that the like some of the subject matter on that on that solo record is like really uh it's like really like when you listen to it you're like why is he talking about like Mr. Punchy and like what's all this stuff and then it's like it's all this like jokey stuff that's actually about him like dealing with dying, which is really crazy. Yeah. Man. I don't know. Yeah.
0: Uh I think it's uh I think the Ramones are like it's crazy how like you're saying the lyrical content it can go from like silly to like super serious like uh,
1: yeah like so quickly yeah or like or it's like the silliness is actually masking something that's really really serious right it's like super it's like yeah but it's actually like really dark like we're a happy family it's all about them just like being on drugs and like Living in fucking squalor and like yeah. being poor and stuff. But it's like, you know, when you listen, it's like, we're happy family. We're, you know, yeah. it's like just a beat of it, which is is really interesting. Um, and always has been, I think. I don't know. I think that's why it resonates with a lot of people. Yeah. But yeah, deeper, way deeper band than most people give them credit, I think. As yeah. I sit here with like a remote shirt on, like nerding out about Joy's solo record.
0: Uh... You know,
1: but, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, have
0: you, so, growing up, have you always been in, like, uh, Ramones core type punk bands or, like?
1: Uh, I don't know, actually. It was kind of, like, I kind of, like, um, I I was in just, like, a street punk band when I was yeah. in high school. Uh, you know, with some ska influences, as was the style at the time. And, right. uh, and then I kind of played around in, like, other people's, like, basically street punk bands until I was probably like 16 or 17. And then those bands kind of faded away when I went to college. And then, um, you know, I mostly kind of was in like mainly like, uh, the, the first like real band I was in, in like 2009 that like toured. I guess real is like went on a tour and like put out a tape and like, like an active punk band where it was just mainly just like hardcore bands. um, And then I think like, I, I've never like really, I don't know the like whole, the whole like Ramones core thing as in itself was never really like, I never wanted to be in a band that like sounded like screeching weasel or anything, like not, not as a diss or whatever, but I just, it wasn't really like I liked the Riverdales when I was a kid and I liked the manges and like, um, and I liked bands like that, but I didn't really like, I, I guess I, I got more into hardcore as I became like kind of like 1920 and I just like really went with just like getting into like hardcore and, and faster music. And then there was just like a slow return to it. Like as I got like around like 21 or something where I would just always revisit the Ramones and I would always like, just like kind of come back to it. And I was like, Oh, I really love this band. This really is my favorite band. Um, and so that kind of just stuck with me. Um, and then I played in a, in a couple different bands, like over the years. And then, um, it took like, like Amy and I had been friends for a long time, um, preceding dark thoughts. And we just kind of like had a mutual love of the Ramones that just like, we didn't realize until we became better friends. Yeah. And we were just kind of like, when are we going to start a band that kind of sounds like this, you know? And And it's like, uh, so we started talking about it, and then um, by coincidence, Amy had played in a in a short lived band with Daniel, who was living in Florida, uh-huh. uh, and he was moving to Philadelphia like that month or something. And okay. That was like when. So basically, I got introduced to Daniel maybe once before we practiced, and then we went and had a practice, and then the moment we started playing together it was kind of like, "Yep, this is it. Like this is what we're doing." And <laughs> I had like five songs written and. Um, basically just Brian, like we had a full band practice like a week later and then it was, that was like basically us doing the demo or whatever. So, um, and then it's almost, it's like nine years later. So,
0: damn, yeah, I, Here? uh, I had heard of y'all by like, uh, just friends talking about y'all and then I would look up dark thoughts and I would find like any internet, like footprint. Was that, a, oh, really was that a thing <laughs> earlier on?
1: I don't know. We never like intentionally did it. We just, we have a band camp. Uh, I mean, we've always just like put out records and toured and like, uh, that other stuff is kind of like, we like, we technically have like an Instagram, but it's really just, it's just Amy's Instagram. But but, like, uh, yeah, I don't know. We always just kind of like, uh, stuck around of just like doing our own thing, so we never really like. I don't really know what we need a website for because we're, <laughs> we're kind of doing fine, you know. Like yeah. the bandcamp, it's like the bandcamp has my email on it. You know, it's not hard to get a hold of us. Um, and uh, and then we have like a uh, we have a big cartel to sell t shirts. You know, product placement shout uh, out. <laughs> but, yeah, but like, uh, but like that's pretty much. I don't know. I feel like that's all we really need. Um, we could get a little bit better at, I guess, like putting it out there, but, um, it's been a weird thing. Like we don't have any, um, we, our first records like on Spotify, but we didn't put it on there. Uh, it's like a funny thing. Like we, we did a tape through, um, our friends who do, uh, uh, get better records. Um, and they put it on there as like part of their releases. Um, but we hadn't ever thought about it. And then we were kind of like, maybe we should. It's just like such a pain because it's like everything else is on there for free. Like you can hear it for free. Mm-hmm. And we don't really make money off of it either way. So it's like the best way to do it is just like buy a record or buy a shirt or whatever. Right. It. But uh it does get I guess like some of that exposure stuff is weird because I definitely like noticed over the pandemic that a lot of people like heard us more because they were just like chilling and listening to like Spotify or whatever. And then they heard the first record and we've noticed like since we've come back that there are people that like have been like, Oh, I heard you on Spotify or whatever, but they like, they have no idea that we have like three records. You know? had <laughs> yeah, two like, more records. Yeah. And it's like, we've been a band for like 10 years. <laughs> like, yeah, but, uh, yeah, I don't know. So we might, we might do that, but I don't think we're going to like, we don't really have a need to like make any of that other stuff. Cause we're kind of doing fine. You yeah. Know? Uh, so yeah yeah um it'll just be where it's like the fire it's the fire theme (laughs) stuff right like we don't need to make a crazy music video like what's that for like it just goes on the internet yeah it would be it would look cool but like what does it do you know this is like like, especially if it costs money it's like we don't have any money
0: (laughs) oh shit
1: yeah it's a and like
0: i don't know for me at least doing like uh, social media stuff, it's it's hard for me not to feel like a tool sometimes doing some stuff on there, you know? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> it's yeah. A, yeah, it's a fine line of, I don't know, just not yeah. completely selling your soul, but also trying to get people interested in stuff, you know?
1: I don't know. Dude, totally, and it's like, uh, you know, I I mean, I didn't have an Instagram for years, um, and then during the pandemic, I basically, like, hit this point where I, like, I wasn't talking to anyone for months, you know what I was like? I need to fucking interact with someone. Yeah. So I like, and then the tattooing actually was like an easy soft to like go back into that or whatever. It was like, well, I do need this to like do the tattooing. Like I can't, I feel like I, as stupid as it sounds, it's like, you can't really do that and not have an Instagram because that's how people access the things that you do these days. So just like kind of how it is. Um, So it's like, how do you find a balance with like not making yourself feel like shit for being on this like shady platform that just exploits (laughs) all of our interests and like turns it into money and like, and it's just like, and then also like, I don't know, it's, it's like I've reconnected with people from Europe that I haven't seen in since I've been there or like, you know, I can talk to my friends in like the UK or like there's another podcast person that like reached out to me that like we had to reschedule uh this, this person who's like from Taiwan who like wanted to talk. And oh, I wow. was like, Cool, yeah, like let's talk. Like that's fucking cool. I'm astounded that you even know who I am. Like I don't know how you found us, but like cool, you know, like <laughs> uh like that's sick. Like that is really special, right? Like yeah. I think I think that is like a real, like that's real that is like real connection and it's just like it's tough because, uh, you know, you have to do it via this like, this like, platform of fucking actual garbage. You know, right. it's like I don't know. Mm. Yeah, it's it's something that's bigger than the two of us. I don't think oh, we're yeah. gonna figure it out tonight.
0: I don't think so. Maybe if you missed another hour or so, but you know, <laughs> where where did somebody? Uh,
1: Taiwan. Oh yeah, there was yeah there was a um, another person. I forget the name of what it was called. Um, that was based in Taiwan. That was gonna. We were supposed to talk tomorrow morning, um, and they had to reschedule. So we're hopefully gonna do it next week, which is cool. Oh, shit.
0: What yeah. uh, is that? The Have people reached out from other countries or have you been like, "Oh, this is insane."
1: Oh yeah, yeah. There's there's this person, uh, who actually I owe them a the package. I gotta find it. But there's <laughs> uh, a person from. Uh, I'm, like, blanking. One sec. Where? Can you still see me? No, but that's okay. My bad. One sec. (laughs) I gotta find this, dudes. One sec. Uh... Mm. I just left. I'm gone. That's okay. <laughs> No. Dead <laughs> I am trying to find this uh sorry, I'm trying to find this That's person's uh, um yeah. address. But um he's from Singapore. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um and he orders like every shirt. It's really cool. Hell yeah. Um I actually owe him like a I was going to, he hit me up recently and I was like, dude, I'll just send you a shirt for free. It's fine. Like yeah, <laughs> cool. Like, he's literally like, every time we put up a shirt, he's like, I, I need to order one. He's like, right uh, bro. Uh, it's really cool. Um, yeah, it's, it's sick. I don't know how, but it's, it's pretty awesome. It feels good. I don't know. Like we do a lot of mail order and even just like some person in like random, like Colorado, yeah. is like ordering like a record or whatever. And I'm like, shit, like <laughs> this is cool. Like, yeah
0: yeah um yeah one of the uh, few good things of the internet <laughs> I guess yeah.
1: some you know some of those things like that stuff is cool you know like making yeah. a making that connection is really cool I think like I do not know singing i uh, uh I put a, I play in this other like newer hardcore band called um Delco motherfuckers right that's like uh uh I just put out I did it as a pandemic project and I like put out the seven inch myself. And it's the first like record I've actually ever pressed myself. Um, and just like thinking about like how much it's kind of crazy how like people talk a lot about how it's like it's sometimes it's harder to do like stuff on your own these yeah. days. But I, I, th- I feel like honestly, like if you're doing it the right way and trying to keep like cost down and stuff like uh right now is like it's easier than ever to like promote and put out a record like you can just like you have this like instant network of people that like already are into the same things you're into because you've curated it yourself right and then like you can just be like i did this thing here it is you know and like if enough people see it then like you can just like make that stuff back and obviously like i'm speaking from a place of privilege especially like from having like toured like a long time yeah like just made connections with people and stuff but like i think it's just it's just like it's an interesting thing and i've been been more now that i'm like going through the ropes of doing it i'm like oh man everyone should do this like of course everyone should put out their own stuff like it's just like i think it just like if you're gonna put in the work then like why not like make it your own and like why not um just like I don't know, I'm kind of like spiraling now. But
0: <laughs> just go a couple just, more steps, yeah.
1: Like, you know, I have been folding covers all day, and I'm just like, and I'm just like, oh yeah, like this is, you know, I made this thing. I touched every single one of these things, and I like someone is gonna have it, and then they, it's theirs, you know. Yeah. And it's just it feels really good. And even like doing that with dark dot stuff, it's like that stuff feels cool, and it's like nice to make that connection with people, even if it's a small thing. Um, but Yeah, I've just been, I feel like since the pandemic, we're we're like in a weird spot where we're trying to like get used to touring again and get used to like doing the things we used to do and uh, just been, we've been kind of like a strange situation with like how much involvement do we need other people to like help us do stuff and like how much do we just like still do this on our own and the more and more that I'm like focusing in on it, I'm like, oh, this is the time, like we should just be doing everything, like yeah and yeah so i've just i've just been thinking a lot more about it um and especially with like with the way that things are structured via the internet now it's like you can like i don't know like that the fest is like a good i made a wish list and i had a decent amount of phone numbers and then like a lot of people that were strangers i just found them on instagram and was like hey like hey like i'm doing this thing i have this set up and it's organized. Do you want to do it? And then the response was like pretty overwhelmingly positive, you know? And that's, that's a cool thing. And it's like, uh, I don't know. I think it's, it's no wonder that more of that stuff is happening now. Like, cause it's, it seems like everyone's kind of like almost making a joke about how there's like so many fests happening. There's like so (laughs) many things happening, but also it's like, yeah, why the fuck not? Like nobody could do this for like two years, you know? Like, (laughs) Yeah. hell yes let's go you know like let's do it like uh uh i think it's sick like uh i guess another thing i'm also biased because you know i want you to go to the fest that i'm doing, but like but like uh but like you know i i don't know i think it's awesome
0: is is something to talk about did you get that from the song let's give him something to the money rate song yeah
1: yeah absolutely 100 <laughs> percent. yeah well bonnie bonnie ray is actually playing oh, the shit. night before in philly oh uh, shit because it's on uh so the fest is around my my birthday yeah. uh my birthday's on wednesday and then i was like well i'll do it around my birthday weekend I'm like it'll be uh, like a fun thing and then i was trying to think of a name and someone uh one of my friends joked about it and was like, "Yo, Bonnie's playing like the name before. You should just call it like something." To talk about. <laughs> and I was like, "Fuck it, that's that's pretty good. That's a decent name." So we just went for it.
0: Yeah, maybe. I mean, it might be worth reaching out to Bonnie Rate's people. I don't know. Bonnie at you probably got a day off the next day, yeah, right? Yeah, man. Bonnie at bonnierate dot There you go. Yeah, yeah.
1: I'm what sure is. she has an Instagram. I could just hit up, right? Yeah, yeah, man.
0: Yeah. But yeah, it's like you know, like you're saying, it's cool. It's I'm excited that people want to come on this thing and talk. Like I just cold messaged you and it was like, Hey,
1: yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Totally. Same thing. Like, just like, this is the thing, right? This is like how we connect in this world. Is this like, I think there's like some downside to like people talk about that word. So like it used to be, you know, a lot more like zine interviews and printed interviews. And this is just like how yeah. people within like our specific subculture connecting with each other and yeah. like how like someone can like easily tune into this and like listen to the dumb bullshit I'm talking about you know and like or not or be like this guy's an idiot you yeah. know and that's it um well i think that's fucking cool right like it's just like uh i don't know punk is pretty sick right now yeah. it's
0: pretty cool it's a
1: cool time yeah. it's a cool time it's a it's a weird time but I think it's also, like, really – it's really cool because there's uh, kind of, like, a leveling of the playing field happening where, like, there was a lot of, like, preconceived stuff and then, like, the pandemic kind of leveled a lot of that and has made it so that it's, like – there's just, like, a lot of wild shit happening now. So yeah, um, But, yeah. Yeah. The uh, Dark
0: Thoughts, they uh, – y'all have a tour coming up, right? Or are you –
1: Uh, we, we just finished the tour actually. Um, we got home about two weeks ago, uh, with, we did like a two week tour with uh generation suicida. Okay. Um, and it was really fun. Um, they're great. Uh, we had a great time with them and then, um, we don't really have much coming up. Uh, we're going to play like one or two shows over the summer. And then we're talking about doing some stuff in the fall, uh, and, uh, potentially a West coast tour in the, in the winter if we can uh if we can get it together but yeah. um we've, we've actually never been to the west coast which is kind of insane so uh we're just trying to make it happen so um yeah um yeah that's kind of all that's that we got going on um we did a bunch between february and and may yeah. um and so we kind of like after this last thing we were kind of like all right let's like we're going to take a break um, I don't know if we'll work on this, but I I have like a new record pretty much written, and um, if we can get some free time to actually work on it, then we'll then we'll start working on a new record and just uh, same old thing, you know. Yeah.
0: Are you are you always thinking about like writing songs? Are you always in a songwriting process?
1: I guess not not like always, but I I've kind of been. I had this realization like a couple of years ago that. I was like writing, I wrote everything for like all the, like those like first punk bands that I was in Yeah. or a majority of some of those bands. Like I would write a lot. I would write songs pretty often. And so it's just something that I did for years. Um, so I kind of like, and I don't, I don't, I guess I wouldn't say it's something that I like come home and do every single day, but it's something that's like on my mind or I get ideas and I'll write them down and, do different things like that. Um, and I kind of like, I'm good at like coming up with ideas kind of quick, but then I'll like sit and refine them for a long time. So like, I feel like I came up with like 12 songs like over a year ago and then I'll sit and replay them and replay them and replay them and like, just like change them up a little bit or like maybe if it, maybe if it's discord or whatever, or like, um, change the key or, uh, maybe if a new lyric idea comes up or something like that, I'll like work on that. But that's, that's like kind of where I'm at with, with that. Um, It's also like fun. I feel like I'll, if I get a break sometimes around the house, I'll just like play guitar and just play through stuff that I've written. Yeah. Like in my own in a room. And it's just like fun for me for like an hour or whatever. (laughs) Yeah. Just like, I'm going to play like what I think the record is and just play it all the way through. And that is like a, helpful way to do it too because then i come up with ideas or like or um or like kind of like get to the point where i'm like oh this isn't that fun to play like why isn't it fun (laughs) and then i'll like that's that i mean it's like a you know it's like oh why isn't this why isn't this that fun or whatever and it's like oh because this, i should change this part so it's more fun you know like stuff like that Mm. that's cool
0: yeah uh so for delco motherfuckers do you do all is did you record like all the parts? Cause I listened to the EP earlier today to get.
1: Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I wrote, I wrote and recorded everything actually. So I like, um, uh, I got like gifted a a four track from, from Daniel from dark thoughts. And, um, I was just like, Oh, maybe I can just like direct in these like guitar parts and just like kind of try and figure it out. And then I just, one thing led to another and I was like, Oh I'll do, I'll do the bass. I'll just, I'll do the drums. And then I just like, um, I had like the songs kind of revised after like that same type of thing. I'd like play them over and over again. And I was like, Oh, these are good to go. And I like had like, I think like kind of the last of my like unemployment money or like, I had just like saved up a little bit and I was yeah. like, Oh, I have enough to like, I could, could, I was, I just had, I, you know, when you, have you ever had this idea where like, especially if you, you're like, I got this idea for this band. I got five songs yeah. and I'm like ready to go. Like it's in my head already. I could see it, but I like haven't, I just need to like get it together or whatever. Yeah. And that was like one of those projects where I was like, I can already see this. I'm just going to like make it. And then I like, I was like, I'm actually going to press this record. I'm just going to do it. <laughs> and I like found a place, and I pressed it and I was like, all right. And I like sent it away. And then actually like a few weeks after that, I had sent Pat, Uh, who now plays guitar in Delco Motherfuckers, Yeah, Um, she mastered the recordings um, and had hit me back and was like, hey, like, if you need a guitar player for this, like, I would love to play guitar in this. So I was like, oh, and then Daniel already knew about it because I'd been talking about it. And he was like, oh, I'll play drums. And then um, the bass player uh, is my friend Jakey. And um, uh, he's played in like a couple, like, different punk bands but hadn't played in like a while and he Damn. just kind of like heard wind of it we were at a show and i mentioned it to him and he was like oh I've, i dude i haven't played bass in forever i'd love to so that's kind of how it's sorted out and then now it's just so now it's just like uh an excuse to like goof off and like hang out with my friends <laughs> you know yeah, so cool. i taught them everything and then we're gonna that band has like a another like like probably like like a 45 lp like a like enough music for like um like in like a 12 inch that we're gonna eventually do yeah maybe next year um or in the coming months depending upon like when we can get it done but um but that's been that been kind of fun because it's just like a um it's just fun. it's just like a fun hardcore band and it's just like exciting to just sing in a band and like not yeah. really have as much responsibility so much it's just like we can go and just play a show and have a good time you know?
0: yeah yeah uh, Is so is this y'all's first show at Something to
1: talk about? No, no, we played uh, like five or six shows. Oh, okay, um, maybe like four or five. I guess we played last week with uh, with Absolute and Destruct, um, and that was really fun. Um, we played a couple other ones. One of the, our first show was was uh, in. Damn, when was that? It was in. It was right after I announced the fest um and it was a it was a benefit show for the fest okay um that was like all locals and it was like all new bands um so it was everybody's first show okay um yeah so that was that was our first show and then we played a couple since then so that's sick that's cool
0: yeah uh i'm I'm excited to hear the uh the full length at some point
1: (laughs) yeah hopefully hopefully. we've been talking it's like another thing we've talked about recording it but Especially with like a new band, it's like, do you keep up the momentum and like it's do tough. it like right in towards or whatever? Yeah. And like, will it fizzle out? Who knows? You know, yeah. we might break up. Who knows? Well <laughs> man, You know the the
0: uh, better to burn out than fade away or whatever.
1: Oh yeah, most definitely. Yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> the the biggest stars burn the bright. I don't know. I'm trying to think of all the che- <laughs> you know when you saw what yeah. set of footprints in the sand. Dude. Yeah.
1: Yeah. That was when he, that was when the Dalco motherfuckers carried you. So right. Exactly. <laughs> that might actually be, that's a good t shirt idea. I you think can have it.
0: That's a gift. That's, <laughs> that's a gift a to you, one. Jim. <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> oh, shit.
0: Okay. Well, I think we're getting close to, to wrapping up. We're close to an hour here. Uh, cool. Cool. Do you have any parting words or anything you want to say? I'm going to plug all your stuff at the, at the beginning. So.
1: Oh, okay. Cool. Yeah. I mean, I'm, uh, yeah I don't know this has been cool thank you for having me yeah. like it's very nice to talk to you I'm oh, sorry yeah. that it took me forever to get my day sorted out <laughs> so I could it's talk with you but well, yeah
0: well uh, stay on for a minute Jim but uh, you oh, had yeah. options but you decided to talk to me and I appreciate it <laughs>